Let's discuss the technique of encephalodura arteriosynangiosis for symptomatic moyomoya disease. This is a 32-year-old female who presented with a hemorrhagic form of moyomoya disease. You can see the moyomoya changes on preoperative angiogram. Despite the use of anticoagulation, uh, she remained asymptomatic and also suffered from a spontaneous intracranial hemorrhage. She subsequently underwent the procedure prior to consideration of a synangiosis. A spec study with Dymox Challenge further confirmed hyperperfusion in the left hemisphere. Let's go ahead and review the nuances of technique. The two branches of the superficial temporal artery were mapped. In this case, the frontal one appeared to be more dominant than the parietal one. Therefore, the scalp incision had to be adjusted to uh, preserve the frontal branch. Usually, the parietal one is more dominant. As you can see, I used this incision, incorporating the route of the superficial temporal artery that was harvested and isolated, as you can see here, before dissecting the temporalis muscle, I encase the artery in a piece of glove cut to the appropriate shape to protect the artery during performance of the craniotomy and drilling. Next, I'll go ahead and dissect the scalp more posteriorly to expose the uh, frontotemporal bone beyond the margins of the superficial temporal artery. Obviously, the frontal branch was left intact. Temporalis muscle was dissected just at the location of the root of the superficial temporal artery so the artery can be translocated and be placed over the P of the brain without significant torsion of its root. Here's the superior temporal line. Area of the terion is located here. A limited craniotomy is completed. Again, the root of the artery is always taken into account during performance of the dural incision. Or the craniotomy. In this case, the route of the middle meningeal artery was somewhat unusual. As you can see, the dura was cut around the artery and the dural inversion technique was used to allow the peel of the brain to interface with the vascular surface of the dura fed by the middle meningeal artery. Following the dural invasion technique, the temporalis muscle was laid over the pia. The artery was released as much as possible distally to be able to place the artery over the brain and interface the artery with the brain as much as possible to allow for delayed peel vascularization. Here you can see the artery was very much tethered to the scalp.
Next, a piece of gel foam sheet was placed onto the epidural space where the surface of the brain was left exposed. Bony opening protected the route of the superficial temporal artery. Following fixation of the bone flap using mini plates, the temporal muscle was closed, but again the superficial temporal artery at its root was carefully accounted for. Microdoppler probe was used to assure patency of the superficial temporal artery before closure of the scalp and the post-operative CT scan demonstrated no complicating features. Thank you.